0: Georgia Dow is a therapist, but she's not your therapist. This show should not substitute a personal consultation with a professional.
1: You missed it this week, Georgia. You missed it.
2: I missed it? What did I miss? You missed
1: it. You missed the isometric... I'm sorry, the disruption special of Disruption versus Rocket. Um, It was epic. It was great. Did you hear about this? No, I didn't. Tell me. Okay, okay. So... Um, we had no show, like we were completely unprepared. I know that's shocking. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna come up with something ridiculous and fun. So um, we put together, and this was just for our listeners, like um, the people that actually subscribe to the show. Uh, you know, being like a the a members Barnes or silver, or, yeah, the members. Um, they get a very special version of the show. And what we did was we picked uh, the actual Apple certification exams. And we went through and we asked these questions to uh, you know, basically putting Steve and Micah on one team and then putting uh, you know Simone and Christina on the other team. Um, I'm not going to spoil it because it's a very good episode, but we we had some fun, right? Yeah, right. Yeah,
3: yeah. It was, good. It was
1: good I, I knew then. more than
3: I knew more than I thought I was going to after that episode. So that was
1: <laughs> yeah. You felt pretty good. Yeah, you felt pretty good. Yeah.
3: I mean, I'm no so, Christina Warren, clearly, but you know, well,
1: nobody well, is. Nobody is. Nobody <laughs> is. So Georgia, I was going to. I had some questions. I, I figured we couldn't just put Micah and Steve on the spot. We've got to gotta ask you some questions, too. So, so are you easy. Feeling, uh, you, you think it oh, was so easy. Oh, I'm, so yeah. easy. Please. please. Steve, Steve and Micah, were these questions easy? Oh, yeah, they were
3: simple. No. They were simple. No oh, no, wait, sweat. no sweat. No sweat. Yes. Yeah. They were My- so easy. Yeah, like, what is your name? What is your quest? That kind of stuff. No right, problem. Right.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> what is your Highest your level alignment? Pokemon. I have that. I have that. What, Georgia... what color of underwear does Superman wear? I got this. Why does he wear them outside of his pants? That one no, I may not know. I don't, I don't know.
1: know. I don't know. It's Someone, no told him. My Georgia...
2: mind—you don't yeah. understand. My mind is like a metal sieve. <laughs> Yay!
3: <laughs> a metal sieve?
2: No sieve, sieve. Sim.
3: Only when Sim. the orcs are around, Michael. Only when the orcs are around.
1: All right, all right, Georgia, let's do this. The, these are the same style questions we asked from the show. This is from the official uh, like user the certification exam for OS ten. So if you want to repair Apple computers or be a genius, like this is these are all the things you need to know. So I'd get um, the little t
2: shirt with the little Apple logo on it.
1: Exactly, exactly. Okay, we won't be giving that to you today. No. <laughs> um, okay. maybe the one from Apple Camp. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we can do. already have that one. <laughs> All right, Georgia. A user's home folder contains which default folders, and what are some optional folders that can be added to a user's home folder?
2: <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Wait, wait, wait. Shh, shh, shh. Steve, stop, stop. You're trying to distract me. Okay, we got desktop.
1: Desktop, that's so correct. Would.
2: Yeah. Okay. Documents. Yeah. Hmm. Mm, downloads? Yep, yeah, that's right. Whoa, you're three for three. <laughs> mm, movies? Okay. Music? Yeah. Public?
1: Yeah, that's right. Pictures? Yeah. And what are the two optional home folder items?
2: Um. Let's... Um, applications?
1: Yep, that's it. Oh, wow. Uh I'll guess. Okay. Um sites. That's it. That's it. Wow. wow. Georgia, that is that is amazing. You were wow. I mean, Steve, yep. you're impressed, right? Yeah,
3: I mean, assuming that she didn't take all that time that she was stalling to open Finder and then look on the sidebar, <laughs> <laughs> then you
1: yeah. would Georgia, will you raise your hand <laughs> in the air and swear you were not looking at Finder to get that answer right I, now? You're not. I am
2: right now. Waving okay. my hands in the air.
1: Well,
3: that, that, okay. that's right. George is a Windows user now that since she got her Vive, so that that's not a that's not a, a concern. All right,
2: all right.
1: Let's do another <laughs> one. So, Georgia Dell, what are the advantages of code signing? Oh,
2: okay, okay, um, okay. So, the cool part about code signing is that um, it includes a digital signature. Yeah. Um, so you can verify that uh, it's authentic. And um, you know that the um, app or like the process uh, that there's an integrity to that.
1: That's correct. That's
2: absolutely resources.
0: correct. Oh my God, Steve, wow. Micah, there wasn't even time to search there's for that. Even, that was, yeah, yeah, that that's good. just
1: it's right there. It's right uh-huh. there. Okay, Georgia. So, what does that? Uh, where does Spotlight store its metadata index databases? And how about the Spotlight <laughs> plugin? This is a really hard one. So, I don't think you're going to get this.
2: Uh, spotlight. Okay. Um it's stored um at the root of every volume in a spotlight-v100 <laughs> folder.
1: That's, that's that's absolutely correct. It's a uh- Spotlight Dash V100. Folder. I, I'm
3: starting to feel like something is some like something is rotten in the state of disruption.
1: Swear
0: on the life of your vibe. Swear on the life of your vibe that you're not cheating. We, right we now.
1: can't. We can't interrupt the show here. Like, come on. Okay, Georgia. What are yeah. the three Maybe ways Brie's passing her all the? Yeah. Yeah, the three ways you can forcibly quit an app from the graphical interface.
2: <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Well, this one, this one's pretty simple. So you can force yeah. quit an application dialogue accessed from the Apple menu,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, from the Doc App shortcut, mm-hmm. and uh, using a coherent Tetrion beam.
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Georgia, Georgia, you, you've got a career in front of you at the Genius Bar. You should be very proud. I bet they're going to be calling me up
2: any moment. A minute, any minute. They're going to name
3: it the Georgia Bar, actually. They're just going to rename right. it They're and I'm
2: not even going to tell you true. that the real reason that I know this is because Tim Cook is sitting right next to me
1: Wow passing yeah. you
0: all the answers that's that might just be the I case. I
2: don't think
1: Tim Cook would know those answers no, actually. especially not the yeah. Tetrion beam yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Micah. I'm just you know some of these answers I don't know. I'm just reading I'm super materials. impressed yeah. with yeah. Georgia
3: Dow yes she's, A- she's and evolved. her and her instant recall and her sieve-like mind. Yes. Yeah. Sive
1: like a, a, a
0: metal
3: sieve like yes. mine. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. I, well, one of these days, Georgia. One
2: of these days. <laughs> straight oh. to the moon.
0: This episode of Disruption is brought to you by Braintree, code for easy mobile payments. Maybe you're working on the next Uber, Airbnb, or GitHub. Then why not use the same simple payment solution that helped them become what they are today? Braintree makes mobile payments so fast, easy, and seamless, it's almost magical. Add it to your app with just a few lines of code and you're instantly ready to accept Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, credit cards, even Bitcoin. And if some other way to pay comes along, Braintree will support that too. Braintree's fast, payouts and continuous support means you'll always be ready whether you're earning your first dollar or your billionth see fewer abandoned carts and more sales with braintree's best in class mobile checkout experience to check it out for yourself visit braintreepayments.com slash disruption once again that's braintreepayments.com disruption thank you so much to braintree for their support of disruption and relay fm
1: they should rename it from Brain Tree to Georgia Tree. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: this is true. Because Brain is synonymous <laughs> yes. with Georgia at yeah. this point.
2: Right, oh. right, right. <laughs> get right on the floor. <clears throat> yeah,
0: gotta get on that uh, brain tree. Uh, yeah, I, su- I suppose you know a, a big thing happened, a big to do happened this week that um, uh, we'll we'll keep it disruption-y as we discuss uh, the various disruptiony and isometric-y, Actually, as we discuss the, the various things that took place at Apple's September iPhone Seven event. So, who wants to get started with uh, some of the things that, that happened? at at Apple's event.
3: I mean, do we just want to talk about the phone first and then we can and then go into the other stuff? Or do we want to talk about the other stuff and talk about the phone? It's up to...
0: <laughs> well, there's lots of stuff. Why don't we Why don't we start with the phone? Uh, because, of course, that is the big thing. It's Apple's iPhone event. Uh, and we can we can kind of talk about the things that happened around it, like Tim Cook's entrance at the beginning and how adorable I found that to be. <laughs> um, so iPhone 7 is coming out. iPhone 7 Plus is coming out. And uh, it's got some new camera who's he, what's it's and uh it's faster and all that jazz, and you know a uh, few few design changes have been made uh things that have, have that have people uh discussing those design changes so yeah let's let's talk about my my new piano black Vader black yeah. iphone,
3: yeah, yeah, so i so I think that there there really is only one important thing that came out of this, and that's that Bree needs to convince me that I should be getting jet black instead of the matte black. That's the only. That's the. That's the true controversy of this iPhone Wait, release. Is
2: there discussion here? Yeah. Well, come on. why is there discussion? Well, because yeah. if it's yeah. going to get, so, you, if
3: it's just going to get scratched up, what's the point, right?
2: Oh come on,
1: Steve. <laughs> it's, come it's, on, you have the equivalent of like four Tasmanian devils living there.
3: <laughs> well, really, <laughs> only three. <laughs> your house, but yes,
2: okay. well, I, I think was she was Maureen. counting you, Steve.
1: Oh, okay, fair enough. Maureen, <laughs> trying to be inclusive, Steve Lubitz. <laughs> I don't um, have the energy yeah. to be a
3: Tasmanian devil. That's the your, problem. Your
1: your your phone is gonna get scratched, my friend. Yeah. I'm just gonna tell you. <laughs> you could just I don't care if you wrap it in a safe and carry it around. Like it's gonna get scratched. Like I I never understand this. Like people they want their gadgets to look pristine forever. I, it's just dumb. It's so dumb. Like, you know, it's a life of an iPhone. It's going to get scratched. And, you know, like, you know, what it's kind of like to me, like, do you know, no offense, Micah, do you know how when you're in your 20s, like you're so superficial about everything? And then, you know, like you start seeing things a little bit deeper. Like when I wait, see, wait, yeah, what,
2: what age am I supposed to no longer be so
1: superficial? Uh, I'd probably say about 34 or so? I don't know. Okay. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, just keep nothing out.
2: Let's just move along. Move along. It's like, it's like... Scratch um, the surface,
1: more surface. Do you know what I mean? Like, when it's it's scratched up, when it's beaten up, I look at that gadget and I go, this is a gadget that I have carried with me and I think about all the places I've gone with it and it feels like loved and used and it's like it experienced its life. I didn't, like, keep it all locked up. I don't. You know, know what
2: I think, though, Bree? When, when I see someone else with their gadget and it's all scratched up and loved, you know what I think? I think or- I'm never going <laughs> to let them touch my phone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm never going to park my phone close to their phone because no doubt they don't care. That's what I
3: think. I, I only think that about, really? like, the screen, the people that are walking around with, like, screens that are cracked, yeah. like, beyond, like, I don't, oh, I, I don't mind. understand, like, I'd be afraid of, like, cutting my thumb trying to, you know, play a game or something, right? Like, I don't understand how you could go walk around with it, like, broken like that. You know what I mean?
1: I'm not talking about, like, um, let, let me give you an example, Georgia. I have an iPod. Um, do you remember the generation before uh, they went really long and tall again, the kind that a lot of yes. people made uh, watches out of? Yes. Yeah the the iPod yeah.
3: Nano yeah the iPod Nano the square one the with square the touchscreen yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: We, it's a beautiful them. watch yeah yeah I and still I have, have one yeah it's gorgeous yeah. and I had one and I used that for years and I I use that and listen to it every night to fall asleep for like three four five years it was just ridiculous was and it EDM
2: that you listened to to fall asleep no I listened to okay. audiobooks so, okay okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah I'm no. like that might not make it easier yeah
1: that may not do the the trick. Um, <laughs> I don't know i guess this is my way of saying like i'm totally into scratches i mean i'm not talking like destruct you know, like blowing it up but you know like
3: <laughs> yeah i don't know i just i guess i i know that i'm gonna end up putting a battery case on it because that's just the way that my phones end up being because i use like sleep cycle overnight that is hard on the battery and my batteries just don't last so i figure if it's going to be in a case like why even bother with the with the glossy but then again why not why not get the glossy if i'm just going to put a case on it anyway who cares if it's scratched I guess, you, I don't know. You're talking me into it. If you have a case, it. it's
2: not going to be scratched. The problem is it's, like, so sad. So I have this beautiful pink right. iPhone, and I, I have a black leather, very dull-looking case over it um, because it's so slippery. Like, my fear is the slipperiness of the shiny black case, and then I'm going to have to stick a case on it, and it's not going to be, you know, showing off my pretty black new you know, Svelte iPhone. So it's like, I, it's almost redundant that I, I want that one, but then I'm going to probably put a case on it or no, yeah. no, that's what got, got me naked. to change
0: my mind.
1: You, uh, yes. To, really? G- to get that one naked. You never really? are not naked. You with and Renee. Rene. Yeah.
2: St- yeah. Micah, do you, do you let your phone go naked? Well, no,
0: but here's the thing with the with the the jet black iPhone Seven. It is actually more grippy than the ones that aren't shiny, and the reason why is because it doesn't have this final coating on it uh, that the the dull iPhones have. Huh. All of the dull iPhones have this final coating, but the iPhone Seven with the the grip. I mean, with the shiny doesn't have this final coating, and that's why it's more susceptible to scratches. But that is also why it actually ends up being far more grippy than the other phones. And that is what got me to change my mind from going with the matte black to getting the jet black. It's more grippy, um, and I am okay with the micro abrasions, and I'm going to accept the fingerprints uh, for the sake of having a phone for the first time in forever that I won't have to keep in a case because it's more grippy. So yeah. that is actually why I think that the jet black one is, is a cool huh. option because it's going to be less slippery than the ones that we've so had up to this So you don't drop
2: point. your phone then?
0: I already don't drop my phone. I'm, okay. I'm super careful with my phone. I have a friend uh, who definitely has battle scars all over his phone, and he's the one that I don't ever hand my phone to because I know that it will get dropped on the ground. Um, eh, yeah, I don't park my phone near his because the he, he keeps his naked, but uh, the, while he keeps it naked, he also just scratches it and scrapes it all over things. Oh. And I, yeah. Not, not for me. Um, yeah. And, and, See, no, I will, this
1: is, this is so. what you do. This is what you do. Dude. So when you get Apple Care, it's like having health insurance coverage. You know, all of a sudden, you can go skydiving, yeah, that's or that's you a good know, point. like like just go motorcycling, like without a jacket <laughs> or a helmet. Like you're fine. You got Apple Care on that phone, man. It's like what's your care? It's like, I'll go over to the Apple Store. Yeah, I and I will break my phone and, twice yeah. a year.
2: I drop oh, my I phone. I break it like constantly four times yeah. a year. Yeah, in in a horrible. Like I can trip over nothing. Yeah. And I'll like drop the phone. Remember the, the donut incident? Yes. I had the box yes. of donuts I'm taking home. I saved the donuts instead of my phone. I'm like <laughs> my which donuts are important, don't well, get they? Well they are.
3: I mean you all you can replace a phone. Like a good donut is is you know, if that gets it's spoiled, forever. that's a tragedy. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So, what you do is you just like you pay Apple to Apple care, and then you laugh and go, suckers. (laughs) And then you live dangerously (laughs) with your iPhone. Uh. And also the video, like it's spitting it through sand. Like, that part of the apple video where it's got these four jet black iphone cases and it's like i'm going like that's moon dust so in my mind (laughs) i'm thinking that the iphone is made by robots up on the moon i'm like yeah i'll pay a hundred dollars more for that so i'm dumb
3: (laughs) okay i think i think you have convinced me to go to not be that guy and go with the jet black. I'm gonna do it. I, I've I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. You have peer pressured me into getting the jet black.
1: Alright, there we go. <laughs> and naked. You're gonna go naked, right? Steve? Oh
3: no, no, I need a battery case. That's not even negotiable. Like but, my
1: see, okay, this is the other thing. Are you gonna Georgia Dell like, I wrote nine more piece about this today, and I mentioned you twice, and you are the woman that converted me to the cult of the iPhone Plus. That's and true. And, you know, yeah. I am an, I'm an iPhone size queen at this point, and <laughs> I, 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 love, I love it. And you said, go big or go home, and you were absolutely right. So, Steve, you're not going to have any of those battery problems if you give up that, you know, little, tiny, you know, silly toy phone for children and go with the Georgia Dow model. <laughs>
3: I, I I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't oh. do it. It's too big.
2: But once is you too ever, big. if you ever, but you have you have a watch. Yeah, I don't have so a watch. you don't Need the phone. You I don't mean, have what? a watch. I don't have a watch. Sorry, what? A watch. pardon. Did you I use, don't have a watch?
3: Huh? No, I don't. Have a watch. Okay,
2: Bree, Shame. Public shame. Sorry. Shame. I don't.
3: Shame. I don't want people sending me uh, inappropriate pictures at all times I've of the never
0: day. Done that. <laughs> never. <laughs> Of the word daddy.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, that might be true. Oh, that might see, be now i got to put the There's explicit tag there. on
3: the episode, Micah. Thanks.
1: Thanks, <laughs> Micah.
3: You can bleep it out. I'll bleep it out for you.
1: Micah, that's do you true. go okay. for the uh, the adult correct size iPhone, or do you go with the Fisher-Price model? Okay, good. <laughs> good. Fisher-Price yeah. model. I have monster
3: well, you, hands. Steve, My peer pressure has its limits on me. I'll, that's, that's all
0: i have monster hands so the the plus looks like the regular phone in my hand anyway so it doesn't it doesn't affect me
2: i have tiny hands but the this ha oh, you can't i can't go back to surfing the web and trying to read things on the smaller phone after and playing yeah. games yeah it's and true. it's just e-g- easier to catch a pikachu on the bigger phone
1: yeah i oh. agree with that
3: no, i'll just get to do yeah. that on your watch anyway so that that's fine that's
1: if someone were like walking down the street and they handed me a jet black normal iPhone Seven and it wasn't a Plus, I would just be like, "No, thank you. You can keep that." What, what <laughs> is this? An Android phone? <laughs>
2: Take it back! Take it back! Uh, Take it
1: back!
3: Uh, I, I'm pretty sure Hearthstone could even chew through the uh, the battery on the Plus. I'm pretty sure that's a that's a challenge that Hearthstone would be up to. It's yeah. pretty hard. It's pretty hard on the battery.
2: Well, you know what? You know what? I have. For when we were Pokemon hunting, is I have the Mophie five times the charge. Yes. Well. Oh, that I have th- th- I have
3: two of those. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I had well, I Wait. bought
3: one, and then the children were using it to charge their iPad for Netflix in the car, and okay. then they lost it. And then the day that I bought another one because it was on sale for Amazon, Sorry, like two weeks on Amazon, it? like two, yeah, they oh. lost it. And oh then God. like two weeks later, there was a good deal on Amazon on a Jackery, uh, like that could charge an iPhone like four or five times or whatever. And then like literally that day after I get the shipping notification, my oldest finds it and it was under the couch. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's my yeah. life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so now I have to
3: have kids. Uh, yeah, that's 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 my moral to you. Just if you would want to keep all of your electronics where you left them, just don't have kids. That's that's my message
1: to you. And scissors no, and so, tape. Georgia. I have a psychology question for you. <laughs> Scissors. Do you think it was... They're, they're been in, I'm getting serious here, uh, sort of. There a lot of people that have uh, uh, critiqued Apple for using the word courage on stage when they were talking and getting rid of the headphone jack. I don't want to dwell on this because it's just been nothing but press reports about it. Yeah. But, I mean, what what is your read of that? Because I have to say, I feel like that was a word choice that came off as... You know like when yeah. Phil Schiller is going like can't innovate anymore my ass i I like I thought that was correct arrogant. I thought in this case it was it came off as a little uh, it's a I don't little know. much We'll be straight a little much. like yeah. just straight yeah.
2: they've and they've they've done this before, right like you know they they love to use the word magical the airpods are magical um you know, I guess I don't know how do they work in any scientific you know, experiment far enough beyond my cap- mental capabilities of my steel sieve would be magical. But I think that the word courage is slightly demeaning to people that are showing courageous events. I think that it was gutsy. I would have taken gutsy and I would have been like, yeah, you know what? It's gutsy. You're going to take Hi. a lot of flack. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that courage is demeaning to, to people that are showing, I don't want to say true courage, but Um, actually something that is a personal cost to them. And I think that this was more of a gutsy move.
1: Yeah, yeah. Courage is doing a podcast with Brianna Wu. Yeah. It's not removing a headphone. Absolutely.
2: That's true. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Courage.
0: uh, (laughs) My only only thing about it, the thing that kind of made me bristle, I guess, is uh, I think that there's too much... That has happened in the past, like year, that involves actual, real, uh, serious courage. To then tie making a change to a device that ultimately doesn't matter in life to uh, to, to that word. It's just right. yeah. it's just a very an honored word that mm-hmm. I don't think has, uh, yeah, I think gutsy or, or bold was another yeah. one. It, it's just a lot of people associate that word with things that really are truly courageous. Right. Running courage. into a
2: burning building when everyone else is running out, that would yeah. be courage. courage. Yeah. Being yeah. scared <laughs> to do a podcast with Brie and then still going on. Yes. That would yes. be yes. courage. Real Doing courage. Speech, yeah. Real that courage. would be, you know, more within lines of what courage is because it demeans people that that have acts of courage and I I don't you know. I,
0: yeah, Apple. I think that's what yeah. it is. It, it just it puts courage way down lower on the on the spectrum of, of what courageous actually is. And yeah, demeans, demeans that it, to me, and I think to a lot of other people who I did see reacting to it. So maybe it was just the wrong word to use. Ultimately, it's been used, and we all knew what Apple was talking about. And they are gutsy about getting rid of things, knowing that people are going to be upset and usually in the end it works out for them and everything's fine so i'm happy apple's gutsy i'm happy apple's bold uh and you know you know this is the other thing too tim cook was even though he'll say he wasn't because i think he even said it in the piece tim cook was courageous when he wrote that piece that you know officially publicly to a bunch of people coming out uh, yeah. To to the yeah. public, yeah. that was courageous. Yeah, that was and
3: courageous. so and yeah. yeah, and I mean, you could also say like their stance on privacy is is to an courageous. extent courageous yeah. too, yes. because yes. I mean they're 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 leaving money on the table by. By being aware of their users' privacy and taking steps that it would be, it would be the easier way to go for them to just, you know, share all the data everywhere and not have any regard for that. And that you could say is courageous. And it's just, I think it's just kind of surprising that word choice, especially knowing that that was going to be the one part of the keynote more than anything else that everyone was going to be paying attention to. And like from a generally socially conscious company like Apple, more so than a lot of other tech companies, they're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but they're, they're better than a lot of other tech companies generally, that they would use that, that choice, that word in that context just felt a little bit tone deaf, I
2: guess. seems yes, it seems like a misstep and they don't do a lot of missteps. I think that that's why they take such flack that's in comparison too. to other companies that make missteps all the time. We just expect that and don't even accept some, we expect a little bit more thought Um, Also, the
0: Internet loves, 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 loves to hop on anything. I just saw something yesterday, of course— this was all about Apple removing the headphone jack and about uh, the wires getting cut, essentially. And someone had taken their ear pods and cut them and then posted a photo on <laughs> oh, Twitter God. that just yes. said, like, this is, you know. Or I've, I saved myself 120 bucks or whatever. And someone, you know, commented on that and said, oh, the things will do for a few uh, hearts on Twitter. And that is, that's true. I saw somebody else take their, um, their magic trackpad and a drill and drill through the magic trackpad uh, to make a joke about charging it within, like, the underneath portion of the Magic Trackpad. And yes, that's funny, but I couldn't help but think about all the people who can't afford to own a Magic Trackpad in the first place, and then to just, you know, make that joke on Twitter. And I'm sure that's not the intention, but it still just felt kind of gross, and, and I think that, you know, that's why a lot of us end up hot-taking and making jokes about this, because we like the validation that we get from the, the tweets and the retweets and things like that. So, I think sometimes that's why those things kick off in Georgia. I can remember whenever you and I talked, uh, when I interviewed you about BendGate and uh, mm. ScuffGate and all oh, the different yeah, yeah, yeah. gates yeah, and how yeah. that's all tied to us wanting that validation from our friends and people we don't even
2: know. Yes, so important. I There's one that I like. It's called the um, – it's, it's just a spoof, but it's called the Apple Plug. It's uh, our lightest product ever and it's a, just a, a 3.5 millimeter plug. That you can update to an iPhone 7 without having to buy an iPhone 7 and it just fits and gets stuck in the um,
0: headphone (laughs) jack. In the jack. And it's got like the right color on the outside to match
2: your your
0: phone finish. I Which is, it. It's funny. It. Uh, you know, it was interesting today, I or not even just today, today and yesterday, I'm kind of like among my, my friends and colleagues, the person that people go to when they need to know something about Apple uh, or like the latest announcements. And I had several people, uh, you know, understandably, who aren't in tech uh, come to me and complain to me uh, about them losing the headphone jack. And it was interesting that when I said Uh, just so you know, there's a lightning to 3.5 millimeter headphone jack that actually comes in the box and then they were okay with it. So uh, if anyone out there doesn't know if that part didn't get to you through whatever means you do end up reading this, and I'm not saying that this solves your, all your problems, but just so you know, it is super cool. Uh, that they do include because they don't usually include adapters in the box. They include an adapter that runs from the Lightning port to your headphones if you just have normal headphones. So uh, I'm excited about that because I use that in my car, as I mentioned before, so that Shane and I aren't fighting over Bluetooth. And uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about our dear friends at Linode. Thank you. Do we get so to wrap now? If you would like to beatbox in the background, like while we could I talk stop you, Linode, Georgia. <laughs> right, this is true
2: Okay, Bri, are you ready?
0: <laughs> oh my
2: <laughs>
0: George, are you coming in? Oh, I can hear you now This episode is brought to you by Linode <laughs> a combination of high-performance SSD Linux servers spread across eight data centers around the world. It makes Linode a fantastic solution for your server infrastructure. You can get a server up and running in under a minute, with plans starting at just $10 a month, which now gets you two gigabytes of RAM. Two You'll gigabytes? Be able to choose your re- two gigabytes! Two mm. gigabytes! You'll be able to choose your resources, your Linux distro and node location right from the manager tool. None of that means anything to me, but i bet it means something to some of you, and it sounds awesome. Once you're up and running, you can easily deploy, boot, and resize your virtual server with just a few clicks. So, Linode has over 400,000 customers who are all serviced by their friendly 24-7 support team, who... They're even available and open on holidays. So if on, let's say, Thanksgiving, people are coming to your site because you have awesome Black Friday deals and your site goes down, you give Linode a call, it's going to get right back up. If you have something you need help with, they're always there for you. (laughs) Linode is the full package for your server infrastructure needs. They have the power you require as well as the infrastructure and assistance you want. As a listener of this here show, Disruption, if you sign up at Linode.com slash disruption, you'll not only be supporting us, but you're also gonna get twenty dollars towards any Linode plan. And let me remind you that plans start at just ten dollars a month and you're gonna get twenty dollars towards the plan. With a seven day money back guarantee, there's really nothing to lose. I think that's what that is, yeah. You go sign up, you get $20, and it only costs $10. Doesn't that mean you kind of have $10 left over that you can, of course, put toward your Linode plan? You just go to linode.com slash disruption to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. You can also use the promo code disruption20 at checkout. Thank you so much, Linode, for supporting this show and our wonderful network, Relay FM. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the surprise that happened that I certainly wasn't su- expecting. I don't know if anyone else was.
3: Um, well, so I guess we should say what happened, and then we can. Then we can. No, no, no. we'll just we'll just assume yeah, I just, everybody knows. Yeah. It, so yeah, if, if you best. were living under a rock, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Apple had uh, Shigeru Miyamoto come on stage and announce that Super Mario Run. Oh, I'll I'll do it. I'll pronounce it the right way because otherwise you guys are gonna yell at me. Super Mario Run. Um,
1: yes. <laughs> oh my God, Steve, I've waited to do this for so long. <laughs> say it again, for uh, me, please. Because I, I know
3: if please. I keep saying Mario, that I'm never gonna hear the end of it, and you're just gonna you're gonna like c- drop me off the Skype call. So I'll I'll do it the the, <laughs> the way that you all want me to do it, even if it's not the right the way. way. The so
1: Mario says his own name.
3: I I, sub- I I disregard his reality and substitute my own. So. Uh, So Shigeru Miyamoto came on stage and announced Super Mario Run, which is a... An actual Mario game that they are releasing for mobile, first for iOS and and will presumably come to Android later, which is going to be um, an endless runner take on a Mario game. So Mario runs automatically left to right, and then you tap on the screen. Uh, If you do a little tap to get him to do a little jump, you you hold down to have him jump longer, and then you try to navigate him through the stage and try to collect as many coins as you can. So... Um, And and they they subsequently, later on, also announced that Pokemon Go will be coming to Apple Watch in addition to the actual uh, Pokemon Go Plus uh, accessory that is finally launching, I think, next week. So the one that they've been promising for like, yeah. Perfect timing, right? So <laughs>
2: Um
3: So I I mean, I, I have thoughts obviously, but what so I mean, were you all surprised by this? I mean I was I was because I was kind of I was surprised that it happened now. I wasn't surprised that it was happening at all, but I was surprised it was happening like on stage.
1: Um yeah. I mean <sighs> I don't know. I mean, Nintendo's stock has shot up so much in the wake of Pokemon Go that it's, you know, it's kind of surprising. Like, you know, I do think there's an argument that I agree with Syracuse about that. You know, bringing Nintendo's, you know, first party stuff to to iPhone kind of dilutes the brand. Um, you know, that said, I think this is, um, you know, it's a smart move. I think mm. it's a relatively simple game, yeah. um, and you know, like I think it's like printing money. Um, yeah, you know. <laughs> So <laughs> I don't know. It looks uh, I'm not sure. I, I it does bother me. that Princess Peach is not in this. And I'm just going to we've mm-hmm. I complained about this enough on isometrics. So I'm not going to do it now. But um, other than that one oversight, looks like a solid game.
2: Uh, I'm not. I'm, I think that it's I think it's a smart move on their part. I think that after seeing how much uh, oodles of money they could make from Pokemon Go, that it makes sense that they would try to do that. Um, with with other games that they they either either already have ownership to, um, or at least partially so. But does is it something that I think that I would play? Like I w- I'll definitely play Pokemon Go on my watch if it's at all yes. useful, but not in session.
1: Come on, Georgia! If there were really, really, really powerful Pokemon <laughs> outside. Uh-huh. You know your door. Would you come
3: on? I mean, if there was a Vaporeon, if you got a buzz on your watch, and there was a Vaporeon right outside the door, you're saying that you would you would not just ask to your your client if you could excuse yourself to the restroom for two minutes.
2: <laughs> I I I I think I'd have to abstain from that, but I would want to. I would want okay. to. Is that fair enough? I I don't think that I'm gonna. I would play this the game. I've done all the Mario games unless there's something really interesting to me or something very different the way that it plays I think that most side scrollers besides Ori I think that eh, they they have to be really intriguing for me to do that so I'm not sure if this would be something that I would enjoy playing but I think that it's great that my their Nintendo is thinking a little bit more openly
1: what if someone was telling a story about their cat in session and, you know, Apple Watch and it was a Gengar outside, you know, the ghost poison type Pokemon with the, with the, 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 the battle move that's a murder suicide pact. Like, that's an awesome Pokemon. Oh my God. You're telling me, you're telling me you telling me you would not be like, uh, I've got a very important text. I've got to go catch this Pokemon. I mean, answer this
2: text. You wouldn't do that, Georgia. you know what it's funny because i really like playing pokemon but i play pokemon with my kids and and when we go out and then i i yeah it's i'm i'm so much more intrigued by someone's story than it is like you know a huge um you know snorlax that's outside of the door though i can hear the call of the snorlax georgia you need some
1: brianna Wu life coaching (laughs) you do you're making bad decisions and you know i just want you to be self-actualized I think you
3: can <laughs> repent by getting the Snorlax, uh, the Snorlax couch that you could have in your in your house, and I think that would make up for it.
2: That that could that could you could Those actually sit huge. on
3: Snorlax. You could sleep on Snorlax. There you go, Mike. Mike, did you have did you have any thoughts? I mean, because I know that you're you're are you are a Wii U owner, but you're not as you know hardcore. Gamey. I don't want to say yeah, ga- gamey. You're not as gamey as as some of the rest of us. But what was your thoughts on? On seeing it
0: I was just i was honestly I was legitimately excited when i saw uh when I saw him come out on stage. I wasn't expecting it at all, like I said, and so you know he comes out and we have the the translator come out too, so that he can very adorably uh be comfortable again and speak in his own language, uh which I thought was enjoyable, and yeah, I mean super cool that mario's coming and i also like the fact that now there's this unofficially official notify option for uh app store apps where if like it's something is launching later you can go into the app store and choose notify and then the day or the moment that it comes out and is available then you get a notification that it's available and you can go download it so i tap to get notified but the thing i'm uh, about which I'm most excited is I don't have to pay $35 for a piece of plastic with a Bluetooth uh, radio in it <laughs> right. for, do, for doing Pokemon Go now. Right. I can just use my Apple Watch for that because I was really not in love with the idea of this, again, piece of plastic that all it does is buzz you whenever something happens in the game and then you can tap it and then it will you know, do the action of whatever's in the game
1: yeah you all made fun of me you all made fun of me when I said and I got on the mailing list to buy that and now who's having the last laugh now? Brianna Wu spending $100 being fast up in line selling something that could probably go for two or $3,000 on Eagle <laughs> when I get it so I'm having the last laugh Steve and Georgia and Micah I don't remember if you were on the show on that episode or if Money, but if it was you I, was say, I, don't I am laughing at you Yeah,
0: so I those are the things about which I'm most excited, and regardless, I think it's fun to see Nintendo first party coming to the the iPhone and to iOS platform. So I hope we see even more stuff, and I hope we finally or we eventually get a Mario game where I can turn left and not just keep moving right.
3: Yeah, you not on iOS. I don't think I would. I think this is the only way you can really do it, and it would be a Mario game. Um, I mean that's that's that back No I I'm serious no, <laughs> I, I mean I don't you're probably right Like like I mean there was an art there was an interview with Miyamoto in Time about the development of it. And, and it sounded like he, you know, he came to this conclusion himself that this is the best way to do it. And maybe that's true because Nintendo doesn't necessarily follow what everyone else is doing. But I mean, there have been a number of console game of platform games like this that have been adapted for iOS, like the, uh, the Rayman Jungle Run and Fiesta Run. And then Sonic has, I think it's Rush that does something yeah. similar. I mean, that's, that's how you do a 2D platformer on iOS because it doesn't work if you have to use a virtual D-pad. It's just it's terrible. Um, if you go, go play the original, like the ports of the Sonic games, if you want to test that theory, because it's they're fine, they work, but they're not great. Um, but I, I kind of what's interesting is that they delayed Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem to push this ahead on the schedule because those were the ones that were slated to come out next. And I wonder how much they saw Pokemon go blow up and they realized that the actual, like the gameplay may not be as important as just the character that the, that people recognize on it. And that if they get Mario out sooner, then they would be able to make more money off that while the, while the iron is hot. So I I think it's interesting that that, because uh, Mario was not slated to come out for a while on iOS. They were, I think they seemed to be like they were hedging their bets. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure this game will be fine. I'm sure a lot of people will buy it. I'm sure it's going to make them a lot of money. I'm not particularly interested in it either. Like, I've played Rayman Jungle Run. It's fine, but it's not really what I'm looking for. But, uh, you know, I think this will make a lot of people happy. And, and that's, that's fine.
1: I'll tell you what doesn't make me happy, Steve. Yeah. So if you think about the political structure of the Mushroom Kingdom and also (laughs) Bowser's Kingdom, like, literally, both of them are patriarchies. Like, they are. Like, think about it. So Bowser is over there in Koopa Kingdom, and he's the powerful father. I've never seen Miss Bowser in a game. She doesn't exist. So you've got this powerful father that's over there in one kingdom, and then you know, you've got Princess Peach, who's you know the heir to the Mushroom Kingdom. So literally, these are two kingdoms that are patriarchies. And that's why we've never seen, like, why does it got to be Super Mario Brothers? Why can't it be Super Mario people? I I just don't know about that. Yeah, I want to see Tedette. I want to see Rosalina. I want to see Birdo. You know, just to include, you know, get yeah. some LGBT conclusion in there. You yeah. know, like, I want to see everybody in Mario games. I don't just want, like, Mario is the dumbest character of all time. <laughs> the only thing that character has going for him is the red color. Yeah. I support that red color. But, like, what kind of hero just goes around going, oh, it's me, Mario? Like, that sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> like, okay. Don't, don't
0: announce your come name. On. That's every bad guy knows now. L- l- Bree, can I just, can I? I I think there's an angle
3: to the to Bowser's kingdom that you might not have considered, though, because what if Mrs. Bowser died in a horrible accident and Bowser is just trying to make things work with his huge family full house style? And, you know, he's just trying to make it work because she was the one who ran the household and now everything's just going straight to hell. And those kids are, those kids are bad, are bad apples now. You know, and, you know if she was still around without having that horrible accident, who knows, they could all be honor students on uh, road Scholarships.
1: Well, maybe you should have thought of that before he instituted heteronormative stereotypes into his <laughs> marriage, Steve. That's fair. You know. Okay, that's fair. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, I,
3: I'm yeah. just. I just. Yeah. I'm just envisioning like a Bowser, Dave Coulier, or uh, or or what's his face, you don't, uh, Uncle you Jesse. Don't
1: watch Fuller House, do you, Steve? I did. I watched. Every, I, will, I watched all I will, of it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh,
3: i was i can't i was I, can't. I was i was sick one weekend and I couldn't get up and it was uh, episodes just kept playing and I couldn't move so I watched oh God, all of it
1: it's commercial dude <laughs> <laughs>
3: Listen, oh, if dear. if you it have not how many episodes to... of these podcasts have we done together, Bree, if you have not figured out how terrible my taste in entertainment is by now, I don't know what could hammer that point home for you more I, at this I point. I can
1: understand listening to, you know, Carly Rae Jepsen's song. I'm not going to lie to you. That is on my iPod. I'm not proud of it, but I will own it. But watching the show, like that is like donating money to like Cobra. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Instead of donating money to
0: Cobra, you should donate money to Smile. This whole disruption is brought to you by Text Expander from Smile. First of all, shout out to Smile who has been uh, tweeting about us all week, and I think last week too, which Uh is really nice of them. Uh, Kind of giving some some props to the show and, and getting excited for what we were going to talk about, particularly related to the iPhone event. So hope we lived up to your desires Uh, smile and yeah let's talk about text expander So first of all text expander puts the power of amazing text shortcuts in the palm of your hands it's like the the captain planet where you put on a power ring text expander is like all the rings particularly heart with just a few keystrokes you'll be able to expand phrases sentences paragraphs whatever you need in a flash but quite simply you can communicate smarter with text expander you're going to speed through and Still, customize all your repetitive stuff with the use of text expanders, fill in snippets. And now you can even transform the repetitive stuff into knowledge. With text expander team subscriptions, you can share snippets with your whole team. So it's not just you, you can have a whole team who works together to put together a bunch of different snippets that you might need and make everyone more productive. Text Expander is perfect for sharing consistent answers within a support team and consistent marketing messages across a whole company. Text Expander for Teams now includes group statistics so you can see how much more productive your team is and which content you use most often, which is helpful whenever your boss comes to you and says, Hey, I see you're spending money on Text Expander. What's that all about? And you're like, Look how much time we saved and how much less you're having to pay because of it. So look get this you can try per, you can try text expander free for 30 days and you can even get the subscriptions for Mac, iPad, iPhone, and there's even one for the Windows beta. Lifehacker subscriptions cost $40 per year and include all the apps and the text expander sharing service. Upgrade discounts are also available for registered text expander users. Now I want to tell you a little bit about my use of text expander because the other day I just shared a snippet with my team at iMore and they were so thrilled that I had created this little snippet. So uh we have these things called duty editors and I'm a duty editor. And what that basically means what? is you uh, <laughs> that sounds you dirty. are you're a copy editor, so we go through mm. and you know read the content and make sure the commas and periods are in the right place and make sure words are spelled correctly and make sure that you know correctly? everything is true. Correctly? Uh it, yes correctly and you are just checking to make sure everything is how it's supposed to be and then you are also scheduling posts so that they go live whenever they're supposed to well at the end of your duty editor shift at the end of the day you share with the team a schedule it's a calendar for the next day and it shows at eight we're doing this at nine this is going out at 10 this is going out etc well most people were going in and with their keyboard and typing eight colon zero zero etc 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 and uh, I had text expander and I love text expander and I wasn't going to type out 8.00 like an animal <laughs> so I made a text expander snippet with even some customizable options like drop-down menus and special uh, date math so it automatically puts in the next day so even if it was on Monday it would know that this schedule is created for Tuesday etc cetera, etc cetera. there's so much power in text expander it is incredible so I love to use it for that. I shared with my team, and everyone immediately jumped on there, downloaded it, and have been using it ever since. So, thank you, Text Expander. You are literally at the cornerstone of iMore, making sure that our content gets out when it needs to and right on time. So, I appreciate you, Text Expander. If any of this sounds exciting to you, Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna to go to smilesoftware.com/disruption. You're gonna be able to learn so much more. And again, you can try Text Expander free for 30 days. Trust me. Once you do that, you're gonna see how much time you've saved. Even if you don't even have to use it for work, if you're just using it for personal messages or what have you, like it automatically changes Pokemon to p o k with the special accent e in all of my messages. Yeah, you can't do it without the accents. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it saves you so much time. And, like, uh, I have one for the Shruggy emoticon. I just type in S-S-H-R-U-G, and then it automatically turns into that. Yeah, <laughs> the, ta- the, the table
3: covers. flip. I mean, you need to have easy access to the table flip. Text emoji. This is what you do. You put the table flip in, you do, you know, semicolon table flip, and then all of a sudden you have a table flip in your message. Done. You don't have to go hunting for on weird websites with malware to get your table flip. You just have it in Text Expander.
0: It's already there. You can do the Kirby dance. And one of my favorites is actually uh, one that I found on Brett Terpster's website. And I'll have to include a link for those uh, people in the show notes that will automatically make a bit.ly links for you out of long links. You copy it to your oh. clipboard. I hit comma, comma, sub, and it automatically turns into the short link. And if it's like an Amazon link or an Apple link, it does their short link instead of just bitlo- Bitly. So it'll do Amazon.co and Apple.co. So, oh my gosh, Text Expander, you are so wonderful. Thank you for tweeting about us. And again, go to smilesoftware.com slash disruption to save so much time in your life and tweet out all the shruggies and table flips and Kirby dances. Your heart very well yeah. desires yeah thank you thank you don't, so much don't, smile. don't
1: give money to like the full house you know quote, unquote, <laughs> movie producers. L- listen candace Cameron needs the to- money no no she does not give it to smile like go buy text expander and and have fun using that instead of watching fuller house i i, support
3: <laughs> house. I feel so shamed right now
1: <laughs> sure. you should. Yeah. i steve i'm not even gonna shame the dude that like wrote the dumb article that we were talking about before oh, that God. but i will shame you for watching fuller house so yeah that's you made bad. your choices and you need to live with
3: them. i am proud of my terrible television choices and i will stand by them i i i am a connoisseur of ter- terrible terrible you know, terrible ten- television of you.
0: Your courage is is palpable. That's what it is. You know what,
3: (laughs) Bree? That is the courage to watch Fuller House. Oh, you're killing
0: me, what, Steve. What else
1: do we got today? Uh, you, I want to go. Oh, my God. Bree's <laughs> Bree can't Marvel. be on a podcast with
3: me anymore. Shy. That's dying. Like, this is it. Like, all the horrible things that we've done to each other, but this is the line.
2: This was the yeah. one. This was the one, Steve. You've I just monologued
3: it. about uh,
0: Smile, but I want to touch briefly on something that happened during the show that was, or, yeah, during the, the event yesterday that was uh, a cool moment. I thought, I think, you know, we know Apple lately has been... Been lately, meaning kind of since Tim Cook took over, a little bit more public about uh, social issues. Uh, the example being uh, at WWDC, uh, the moment of silence that was uh, taken for—and uh, then now at the this event— Sia performed at the end of the show, and uh, see if you don't if you don't know Sia, the event, the, the concert, the performance was probably very strange for you uh, because there are a few things to know about Sia in particular. One thing is that Sia, I, I can't remember how long ago it was. I think it's like two or three years ago. Uh, felt like she did not want to be judged for her looks. She only wanted to be judged on her singing ability. And by the way, she's also a prolific writer and has written songs for Beyonce, has written songs for loads of other people. She's pretty incredible uh, in her own right. And so ever since she decided, I'm not going to be judged by my looks anymore, she always performs with some sort of covering. Uh, usually it's a, long, like it's a wig with long, long hair that covers her entire face, and she has somebody else perform uh, for her. So usually it's Maddie Ziegler, who's this brilliant uh, contemporary dancer, and that was the case at the Apple event um pretty neat her new song the greatest had just come out and it was performed at the end and uh what i thought was pretty awesome was this this song is actually a tribute to uh those victims who lost their lives at the pulse nightclub shooting um it, it of course was an event that kind of took over the news cycle and uh, it was a terrible, terrible thing and we heard some some stories of, of victims of the event and uh, Sia made that song and the contemporary dance performed by Maddie and the rest of the dancers was ooh heartbreaking! Um, just thinking about it right now makes me tear up but what I, what I thought was really cool and really i don 't know made me feel good about things about the world and about the apple section of the the kind of journalistic sector is after i tweeted out um just letting people know giving context in case you didn't know that's what this was about and by far i don't think i've ever had a tweet go further so a lot of people really uh wanted to share that with others and wanted to uh provide that context to their followers and i got a lot of uh replies saying thank you so much for sharing that i didn't know about it so that was just a heartwarming moment where these things do matter to people and you know there were a few situations where my tweet was quoted uh as as some people chose to shout at uh, some pre- pretty prominent names in the apple journalistic uh, sector as i was talking about earlier saying how dare you say you didn't like this performance uh, this is what this was about and i don't mean to deliver that message and i was kind of uh, distraught that my my tweet was being used in that way i think Shouting at people never really solves much, unless you're shouting at Steve about Fuller House. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's what so, I'm that's
1: that's I, I have to say here, though. I mean, you know, so backing up for a minute, something that you know, being really serious here, something has helped me to. To get into less conflict with people is to kind of um, I, I think all of us like sit in our own world of what is important to us and how we like process information. You know, for me, I'm someone that is I am given stimuli, like I'm thinking, what is the action on this? What is the action item? How can I change this idea into objective reality? There is an artistic personality that um, it 's really interesting if you look at it psychologically, like they thrive on loose associative connections um, they 're people typically like puns, they um, kind of have a dreamier personality, which very clearly is what this artist you know falls into so mm-hmm. um, yeah I, I want to be clear, I respect that this is meaningful to you, um, but just my interpretation of it is when You have some woman that says, oh, I don't want to be judged by my looks and then employs, what was it, eight people to be completely, like, seemingly naked on stage (laughs) dancing around looking like they're in a diaper? It just comes off as dumb to me. And, you know, like, that's great if you care about Pulse nightclub. I remember I was on my way to a speaking engagement at the airport and I broke down and just cried at the gate at JetBlue for 30 minutes and people stared at me because I was so shocked and overwhelmed by it. You know, it it affected me too. But, you know, for me, um, I feel like we're at a point in this country where, you know, an artist saying that just feels like hopes and prayers to me. I don't want to hear it. I want to hear about gun legislation. And if that's moving to you, I respect that. But it just, you know, it feels like Apple has a history of bringing out some really mediocre musical acts after these events, and um, I I understand my musical taste is different than most people's, because I like dance music so much, but I think it's beyond fair to critique it, so, oh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and we kind of talked about this before the show, and again, just because it's so important for me to be clear in, in my my message, uh, yeah, I, I think that <laughs> that's what really kind of made what was otherwise a really awesome moment kind of uncomfortable is when it my, my tweet was being thrown at people who were saying that the event was, uh, that they didn't enjoy it or what have you. And I was like, no, that's not even my point here. I do want people to understand kind of what this performance was about. And I did get a lot of people saying, oh, now that makes sense why this imagery was the way it was. And also having context on Sia and why she chooses to not move one inch and wears like big poofy clothing and things like that 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 helps for some people uh but yeah i i don't think that anyone should ever be made to like well because this is about the the Terrible nature that is Fuller House The song is about the <laughs> terrible nature that is Fuller House Then you must like it because it's doing right. A good thing right. in the world right. No, if people have their opinions And um, I personally, like again, and that's, this is where It becomes subjective instead of objective I personally like Sia, I like these Performances and I do enjoy temporary dance And so for me this was like There's U2 who's way down at the bottom On my list and Sia is Up toward the top of my list and so I was like Awesome, we're having Sia instead of U2 Or uh, Steve Jobs Really loved uh cold play and always would oh, play. Yeah, and I do not like cold play, uh, and so uh, I was always like, No,
1: why do we have to have cold play play? So this was yeah, for yeah. once, uh, a I'm situation due for where some like, Carl Cox, yay. I feel like bring Carl Cox up on stage. Um, but I, I have to say this though, Micah, like I feel like, and again, maybe this is my engineer steamroll problems personality, but um. You know, like, we run into this a lot in activist circles. Like, we've talked about this on the show before. Comen, which is a breast cancer charity. Everyone wants to nuke breast cancer, right? Like, this is a very serious thing. But I think anyone can look at the evidence of this um, you know, charity and see that people, well-meaning people, are doing something emotionally that gives you, like, an emotional high and makes you feel like you've done something that's good. And it's just not an effective way to accomplish the mission objective. And I kind of feel that when an artist kind of puts herself and makes this shooting all about her and her message, it just is kind of gross to me. Um, And I just, you know, I think it's so well documented in our political process that, you know, these kinds of wishes... Are not working, and I just I, I kind of resent it to be honest. I think the stakes are too high for you know the dreamy artist type to wander in with you know some sentimentality.
2: Okay, well <laughs> let's let's yeah let's, yes, let's yes. Uh, One of these yes, I'm going to
0: find something to talk about that Brie and I both
3: agree on.
2: Oh. But I don't, I don't know. I've been trying to do that Let for two and a half guess. years, Micah. Good luck, <laughs> <Let you laughs> guess. I, I think that we need both. I think that it like, you know, a lot of people will follow, get interested in and look up things that their favorite artists and people that they follow are interested in. And I think that it starts people talking. And that's very important because any excellent plan and there have been many plans through history that are right that would work but because there is not a public sentiment that backs it will never be enacted because no one's going to be giving up their tax dollars to something that they do not stand behind and no one can be elected if they do not stand behind something that has a momentum and so I believe that having you know the the dreamy artist putting out something that gets us to think and to support and changes people's minds about what is acceptable behavior in our culture and makes us think about it is exceptionally important. And I think that people that can enact actual change and that will have a plan that will be able to help people move forward with these thoughts and zeitgeist that will be able to propel us forward is also really, really important. And so whichever way that you can reach out to people, be it art or dance or engineering or you know politics or law, I think that we need to all work together. I don't think that they are as far apart as they can be. It can't just be a dream. You have to have feet on the ground, but you don't have to be the same person with the dream to have the person with the feet on the ground. And I think that we all need to make a step towards things that we believe in. And then how do we actually enact change to be able to take those dreams and make them into some conscious, actual change?
3: Yeah, I think there's, I think there's something to be said too that there's a time and place thing too, though. I mean, the, if this was the VMAs, that would be one thing, right? Like, you would expect something like this. I think the, the problem, cause I wa, and I'll say, I watched this, I watched the, the event after the fact. So I'd already heard all the snark about everything and then Micah's comment and then went back and watched it even with that context. And I still, like, had to remind myself of that context while I was watching it because it was just, it, it wasn't really clear what was happening. And I think the problem is that you know, like like Bri said, the the musical act at the end of an Apple keynote is kind of a running joke at this point. Like it's some <laughs> it's, it's some yeah. artist that is mainstream relevant, that most that is probably most of the people in the room have not heard of or don't care about. And they're already writing up their articles and then tweeting snarkily about it. And that's the expectation. And most of the people who are watching it with rapt attention know as soon as the musical act comes on, it's safe to turn off the stream. So, I mean, it's good that Apple was trying to do something and and give Sia that that platform to be able to make a statement, but I feel like you know, in that context, there it's probably like that's the reaction you kind of should expect. You know what I mean? Like you're the people who are most likely to be receiving that message who are the people in the room because unless you're a fan of Sia, then you've turned off the stream already um mm-hmm. they're not going to get that message because it's not it, without micah's context uh, or somebody being a fan of Sia or knowing what the song was about you're not going to get it and then the message that comes out of that is oh, look at all these weird people genuflecting on the ground and what's going <laughs> on i just want to go get to the hands-on area so i can touch the new iphones and i have to sit through this
0: right yeah, it's it's an odd place, too. I was just going to say it's an odd, the the place where the, the musical performance is, because by that point, yeah, everyone who's there who's a journalist is like, can I please go get to the phones now? Because I've got my people back home waiting to write about these things. Right. So it, it is an interesting place to have it. I do, And I really quickly just want to note, that song had just, just, just came out. And it was only because I had listened to it that morning and read a little bit about it. The, literally that morning, I had read a little bit about it that I knew— what the song was or what the music video and the whole message was supposed to be. So no one should feel bad about not understanding the context. And even if you do understand the context and still dislike the performance, don't feel bad. I don't, I'm not angry at you. I think that's fine. Just, uh, it was brand 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 new so a lot of people didn't know and that's why i felt it necessary to just put that out there for people who were curious and wondering what the heck was going on on stage and jason snell uh even was like oh okay now now i get it still it was weird i was like that's totally fine that's cool
1: (laughs) I, I, I just wanted to... Georgia, can touch on what you were saying. Sure. I, I think for almost any issue, I completely agree with you. Like, there's no... There's a myriad of ways to get through to people. Like, look at um, the gay rights movement. is a really good example. Um, you know, bringing Will and Grace on television, I think you can look at in a historical context and see that was a really great first step for equality, right? And that happened with artists. Um, for me... You know, it, the Pulse nightclub is a very personal thing for me. You know, like I I watch that and I feel like my brothers and sisters have been murdered, and I I feel like in this particular case with this particular issue, um, there's really only one solution to go forward, and it's not art. It is really rising up and being extremely insistent with this political system that is really just ignoring this, that's been controlled by a very small group of people. And, you know, it's the political will is there people are aware of it you know polls are overwhelming showing that people want this uh you know they want common safe uh, sense gun safety reform so I think I would agree with you on almost any other issue and I think Micah maybe the reason I'm responding to it a little strongly today is because I do feel just really frustrated with this issue um Mm -hmm. like you you know when uh, you know, Samantha B was just screaming on you know full frontal about what do we have to do to make something happen that 's how mm-hmm. I feel about this, and i don't want a song and i don't want to dance in an apple event. I want to go do what I can to make sure the candidate I believe in wins this election and we get some some laws passed so you know it's maybe it's not fair, but that's where I am emotionally
0: that's fair. And okay. I hope in the end we can have all of it. We can have the, the, the political movements and Would the love dancing. Would love, <laughs> Would love it. Would love it.
1: Yeah.
0: It's all right. Well, (laughs) I guess that means it is time to say goodbye. If you would like to get in touch, you can do that in the following ways. You can call us at 508-418-3532. That is 508-418-3532. You can also tweet at us at underscore disruption FM. Please use the hashtag disrupt me so it pops into the right Pops and places so we can see Those or if you'd rather not make A tweet public go ahead and send us a direct message We have those open now Whether you leave us a voicemail or you tweet at us Or you send a direct message please do Let us know whether you want us to use Your name or twitter handle on The air otherwise we will default To not saying any of them it would be A bonus if you would like to tell Us how you choose To be referenced All right if you would like to review the show On iTunes that would be be fantastic we would love if you'd like to review the show on itunes you can find the show notes at relay.fm slash disruption that's where you're going to find all the fun stuff we talked about today and even the not fun stuff thank you so much to relay for being the best network around you can find me on, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Micah Sargent. And Steve, where can people find you?
3: Uh, people can find me in front of Netflix watching the most horrible television shows imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> or you can uh, find me on Twitter at Wicked Good. Sounds good. Bree, what about you?
1: I, I will tell people where they need to find me on Twitter. Uh, but I need something from our listeners. And this is really important. Um, Rev60. Was released on Steam this week. We knew Gamergate was going to destroy it uh, nice. in the Steam reviews and the half. Um, it is, it's just horrible. The forums are doxing me and personal attacks. It's just as, it's as terrible as it can be. And it is soul crushing to have worked so hard on a game, to have polished it so much and have a bunch of just really deeply unhappy people just kill your studio's work. Um, so what would help me a lot would be if disruption listeners um, would be willing to go review the game on steam, you know, be fair. So you really think about it, but um, you know, it's just, um, it's been a bad week for a studio just to be honest. So there it is. Um, you can find me on Twitter. It's space And
0: Georgia, where can people find you?
2: You can email me at georgia at imore, dot <laughs> com. And if you're dealing with anxiety, stress, parenting issues, sleep, we're going to have boundary and consequences as well. You can check out anxiety-videos.com.
0: Consequences
3: of watching Fuller House?
2: That <laughs> might that might have to be implemented some consequences. There are you. no
3: consequences. Yeah. Look, yeah. listen, have I not suffered enough? <laughs> Really? Okay. Have I not suffered? <laughs> I wa—I sat in front of that show for the full run. Don't you think that I have suffered psychologically enough from that? For the, full, the that? full run. For the fuller Ooh. run, yes.
1: Uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> you're calling for punishment. You've started two podcasts with me, my friend. I know. <laughs> two. I know, and Two. this should. So this this should speak to
3: my personality that I sat through the entire run of, of Fuller House, and on do top you, of do that, do you
1: think you seek out suffering on I, a subconscious level?
3: <laughs> that I might, my life might be a suffering invitation. It might possibly be that.
1: You, you well, think Steve, about that. all that's all that's left
0: is for you to tell our audience that thing you got to tell them every week. So go ahead.
3: Cut it out! Oh, oh. no 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 no! <laughs> Here we go! Here no. we go! No.
0: No. No. Get no. out of here. Everybody do not support Steve's ridiculous no, decisions. No. Here, Georgia,
1: so can you give us the, the correct exit of the show?
2: <laughs> wait, wait. <Or> <laughs> I'll take it.
1: I'll take it. That'll uh, work. Uh, oh.
3: How rude.
1: <laughs> oh,